0: Yeah, welcome back. Uh, hold on a second. I'm uh, tweeting. Uh, I'm tweeting right now. I'm, I'm replying to KSL News Radio's Becky Bruce. You know her. Yeah, she's the mastermind behind this brand new podcast we're going to be hearing, which tells the Josh Holt story. Becky and Josh were my guests earlier this morning. Uh, Becky very kindly tweeted at me, and I am tweeting back. And uh, you caught me off guard. I thought I'd have this done before the segment started. So look at me, all embarrassed. Uh, so here we go. A picture of me broadcasting from my guest bedroom. And what text here? Uh, looking forward to the podcast. That's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. Uh, hashtag Josh Holt. There you go. That's a good one, too. Uh, hashtag Josh Holt. Uh, at Hope Darkness Pod. Oh, that's, that's a yeah, we'll get that one in there, too. Very good. OK. And reply. All right. Tweeting is done. Thank you for enduring that with me. And why don't you hop on Twitter and. Maybe you and I can become followers together. That'd be fun. Uh, Facebook as well. I'm on there because I'm a big shot. They gave me my own Facebook page. Lee Lonsberry. Check it out. On there, you will find a story that we discussed yesterday, and it has to do with first-time gun buyers. A a publication called The Washington Free Beacon has an article there under the headline, First-time gun buyers explain how coronavirus changed their politics. It's a fascinating notion, one which I would have never considered. Likely because I don't find myself in the circumstances uh, shared by those individuals who have now uh, have lived an entire life with uh, you know not being gun owners, not really having much thought about guns, and in some cases being uh, you know anti firearms or anti Second Amendment. And certain elements of the coronavirus have changed their attitudes. The story I shared yesterday comes from California, a gentleman named Scott Kane. The Free Beacon article claims that he went, Mr. Kane, went 38 years without ever touching a gun, but that that changed in March, when his wife and child, both of Asian ancestry, endured some terrifying harassment. You can use your imagination and figure out what type of harassment they faced, the origins of the coronavirus and all. And the harassment was so severe that Mr. Kane. Remember, in California, he went to a California gun shop and purchased a firearm, a 9 millimeter handgun. And he now, for the first time in his life, is a gun owner. And interestingly, he's not alone. This article goes on to chronicle the experiences of many other individuals who felt that the threat against themselves and their family was such that they needed an added tool to defend themselves. And in the month of March, Over 2 million people purchased firearms. That's a record. That's a record. March 2020 marks the largest number of firearms purchased here in the United States in history. In the midst of the coronavirus. How does that strike you? I shared the story just yesterday. I put out a re- request for comments and, and thoughts to be shared with me by you, and there are a number of you uh, that did exactly that. So let me just uh, turn a knob and push a button and turn this on and plug that in, and we will share with you right now some of the responses by you yesterday. Answering the question, how does the coronavirus change your relationship with firearms? Does it prompt you to become a first-time firearm owner? Or does it prompt you to buy more firearms or more ammunition or anything like that? Has the coronavirus impacted your views on firearms in the Second Amendment? First comment comes from a young woman. No, I have not purchased a gun lately or ever. I, I do not like guns. I feel they're more of a danger than a help. Uh, I think we need to take other precautions to be safe and not get caught up and get worried. I think people just uh, escalate their feelings of fear and they don't need to with proper planning uh, there's other ways, more peaceful ways to uh, to make it through this and uh, and not purchase these firearms. All right. There's one view. Here's another one. A gentleman says he is getting a gun. I've been trying to become a gun owner for the past year, but it's never been able to fit my budget. But because of this Trump check, I've definitely been able to become a gun owner, and I love it. Uh, the best offense is a very good defense. (laughs) Here's what's funny. You know, I've shared with you a number of times that I am a Second Amendment enthusiast. I am a tinkerer. I I try a little bit of gunsmithing, uh, and, and I have been raised with firearms. My dad introduced them to me at a very young but safe age, and safety was first, last, and always. And I have uh, developed friendships that uh, revolve around our shared affection for firearms. And what is described by this gentleman here, <laughs> Look, I'm going to play this for you again. Listen listen to the, the, the point that he makes. It, it's not exactly answering the question that I asked, but it, it is uh, interesting and entertaining nonetheless. Here again, the gentleman calling in yesterday. I've been trying to become a gun owner for the past year, but it's never been able to fit my budget. But because of this Trump check, I've definitely been able to become a gun owner, and I love it. Uh, The best offense is a very good defense. Because of the Trump check, he's, uh, of course, referring to the the, the $1,200 if you qualified for that amount, uh, which came in the form of a stimulus payment, uh, deposit directly into your checking account, or maybe it's showing up now in the form of a paper check in your mailbox. Uh, (laughs) I know. I I have a number of friends who have done exactly what this gentleman has done. They have been gun uh, uh, aficionados and uh, fans and hobbyists of sorts, and they would like to uh, increase the size of their arsenal or diversify it or just buy that new firearm which they've been uh, ogling over for so long. Ogling or oogling? Ogling? Oogling? I don't know. And they, with the $1,200 from uh, the federal government, have been able to do that. So uh, good for you, man. That's that's pretty cool. Well, now I'm curious. If you're listening, sir, call back and tell me what you buy. I'm curious. Uh, Last voicemail to come through uh, from another woman. She, in answering that question I put forth uh, earlier, which is showing up anecdotally around the country in in large, large numbers, that the coronavirus and the circumstances which have arisen as you and I and the government and the health officials have all collectively reacted to the coronavirus, it has created countless numbers of first-time gun buyers. That's why I was Curious to see if that was playing out at all here in Utah. Final response to that question here. I have a little problem uh, with the guns because I felt like I took a commitment that I shall not kill, and then for me, if I have a gun, I have to kill someone. It was not protected me whatsoever. Uh, for me, having a gun is that like having a weapon to kill you. Mm. All right. Uh, I, you know, she's not here to, to defend herself or push back against my uh, retort to that. But I would say, uh, that it's, it's not necessarily the case. Uh, it's, it's simply not. Uh, but I am grateful nonetheless for, uh, for the input. And if you have any added input, please. Five seven five zero zero. That's the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Also, this article is fascinating from the Washington Free Beacon. Again, the headline is First time Gun Buyers Explain How Coronavirus Changed Their Politics." Uh, would you make your way over to my Facebook page? It's Lee Lonsberry. While you're there, click like, will you? The, the bosses say uh, the bosses say that uh, <laughs> that that if I get bigger numbers there, that they'll pat me on the back harder. So you'll be helping me out uh, a, a great deal, uh, Lee Lonsberry on Facebook. Have a look at this article. It's fascinating. And uh, would you weigh in? Let me know what you think. Uh, We, in in just a moment, uh, are going to take a break. And I have a few notes here from producer Amy. She informs me that according to Oxford that it is pronounced ogle. So uh, there's that. And then, more importantly for today, the no- the go, no-go, that is the decision about whether or not to launch the, uh, this, the rocket today carrying two Americans for the first time launching into space from American soil will be decided in about five minutes. Uh, so uh, they're evaluating the weather right now. There are some folks at Cape Canaveral. Uh, at the Kennedy Space Center right now frantically trying to make the decision evaluating the weather charts. We're gonna take a break right now and we come back. We're gonna know. We will know for certain if we're going to space today. That's ahead on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry and this is KSL News Radio.